getting high on my own supply. Hot toot. <laughs> Check them and see. Bow now now. I got a pocket full of hot toot. Break me off a slice of the tit. You're 16, you're beautiful, and you're the next episode of Ear and Loathing. <laughs> Gross. Lips like strawberry wine. <laughs> and they just called the police on me. <laughs> what? And I was canceled before I even began. Don't cancel me. In the 50s, it was fun. Ask Jerry Lee Lewis. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> We were having a good time. 16. Some guys having fun. She's a beautiful girl. (laughs) Well, welcome to Ear and Loathing, episode 16. We are the Gitmo Bros, as you know. We are also the number one rockers forever. And don't you forget it. Mm -mm. Seriously, don't forget it. Don't just don't. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it reflects poorly on you as listeners to forget the reality. Aaron's right. Why do we have to keep reminding you? And from the bully pulpit, don't make me remind you. (laughs) <laughs> that we're the number one rockers forever because I'll right. fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen him do it before. It's not a pretty sight. So I'm the administrative assistant of Ear and Loathing. I get things done and I'm very underpaid. Uh, sitting next to me is Ear and Loathing's own media darling. Say hello. Hi, I'm George White. I get nothing done and I just hang around in the green room eating ham sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> he is a hanger on. Uh, and then calling in from the North Star. He's my North Star. He's your North Star. He's everybody's North Star at this point. He's the Yeoman Purser of the North Star. Say hello. Bringa! It's Aaron Britt. I'm underpaid and overvalued. <laughs> that was a good buildup. <laughs> it was like it was like you're like you're turning, you're getting a little bit more Howard Cosell in your thing. <laughs> in your intro of me. There stands a man. He stands alone. <laughs> The harsh winters of Cleveland. <laughs> are those calluses? You bet they are. And who <laughs> else was hard. it but Calvin Hill from tiny Bethune College? In <laughs> As you see, been working out. He is vacuum packed into the uniform. Bring down the party. John Lennon. <laughs> oh, God. I won't even finish that. In other news. <laughs> oh, jeez. Who's John Lennon? The education of Dandy Don continues. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of our North Star, Aaron, he's in the goddamn torture chamber today. Fuck yeah, dude. And uh, we like to hear it. We like to know when Aaron is in the torture chamber. It just has a, a special, more special feeling. It does for me. And, uh, you know, based on the fact that he's in the torture chamber, as we all yeah. know, he also gets to choose the, uh, the, the kibitz corner topic. But before that happens, I was going to distribute these two factoids between the previous ep- episode and this episode. Mm. And I forgot. So oh, you're okay. getting both of them. This isn't me claiming your kibitz corner. It's, that's all yours, Aaron. I just want to put in a few little show factoids. Sure. Sure. Um, Number one, this uh, rewinding two episodes to the Pretenders episode, yeah, uh, where we were 
sort of dancing around the conclusion of that song, The English Roses. Yes. And we never really landed on anything. And there's there apparently no explanation out there online that we could find. Mm-mm. But as I was thinking about the song further and and things that George and Aaron both said during the during the episode while I was editing made this the entire thing coalesce into what we I think agree as a as a podcast brotherhood might be the real explanation of the song. Mm-hmm. Why am I bringing this up now? Because I want the record to show when this show airs will be the day that the world figured out what the English Roses is actually about. You're welcome. Yes. And what we decided was, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. was that the English Roses are the three other band members. Yeah. She's yeah. she's an American uh, musician. They were three British musicians. And my theory was that maybe she was watching the deterioration of her band. Yeah. And and she yeah. was uh, talking about how beautiful that, that what the thing that they had was. But the English Roses are now kind of like died and kind of pressed into a book to be remembered as a, as a lovely thing. Has a shelf life. Yeah. yeah. So that was just something that popped into my head as I was listening to George and Aaron talk about it on the episode when I was editing. And I went, wait a second, you guys. <laughs> I think we figured it out and didn't even know it. So I want the record to show that we figured it out. If you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, go back and listen to episode 14. The record shall reflect. Yes. Yes. We figured this out. Now, by the legally, way, I've legally, legally figured it out. <laughs> reflected. I, I've been watching the Sex Pistols thing on FX. Oh, right. I wonder if you're me. all going to take my space. Is that what's happening? So like, everyone <laughs> takes my position? <laughs> anyway, I was just going to say the girl playing Chrissy Hind is great. Okay. She, the rest of it is Is it somebody okay. that you recognize? No. Is it, is it no, she just looks great and sexy, and she's a big part of the story. And mm. from what we talked about with English Rose, I, right. it, it meant more to me. Yeah. Anyways, the floor is yours, Aaron. Well, I had I had one more little little. <laughs> oh, thing to sorry, say. Damon yeah. has more. And I I was gonna try to <laughs> schedule these over both. I apologize, but um, so another thing because I've just been carrying this around for for a couple of weeks mm. as I have the unburden yourself, factor. brother. Yeah, <laughs> I texted you guys something. Uh, we have a little Gitmo Bros uh, uh, text group text. Jealous, yeah, jealous yeah. <laughs> much. You try to get in, you ain't getting in, sucker. But um. One, I said something, and I realized later that um, it's now going to be our show phrase from now on. And I wanted to say it so bad in the text, but I thought, I'm going to save this for when we actually are talking uh, on the air t- to each other. <laughs> and it is, I was talking to you guys about just some very mundane details of, of getting the show kind of finalized for, you know, uh, putting it out there. So it gets distributed out to the to all of you good people listening. And I said that the show would be mastered and scheduled for a release and i thought that's our new term for jacking off <laughs> mastered and scheduled for a release formal term for a happy ending <laughs> how's 4 30 for you i've been i've been carrying that around for like two weeks i had to get it off my chest sorry this, this big build off it is a jack off joke <laughs> yeah of course it is what else would it be m s s f r <laughs> and what, what's that for master Ma- mastered and scheduled for release <laughs> mastered all right so okay. enough, enough of that nonsense um, now i feel like to, now I, you throw to aaron <laughs> i feel like um aaron would like to have a word with his hillbilly pal let's see what he has to say mm. hi there welcome to kibitz corner I snorted. It was so oh. funny. I snorted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Clem sneaks Clem. up on you. He does. Uh, 
so Aaron, what and do you have? Worst. <laughs> we what, so what do you have for us for Kibitz Corner today? Well, as you know, uh, I'm I'm in charge of the way the boat goes sails. <laughs> yeah, the yes. way the boat sails, and and so I thought you guys are having such a goddamn blast doing the doing the uh, uh, brackets. I figured I'd like to do it too. So right. hit me with the theme. <laughs> brackets. That's right, guy. So I, I and, and choosing these brackets, I, I I realized I was all excited to do it because you two had done it, and both of you, I, I figured that I knew Damon at the time. I knew Damon had done a rock centric one. Then I was thinking, he was like, well, I'd like to do a rock-centric one. But I said, there's no way that George isn't going to do one next episode. And I bet you he's going to do a rock-centric one. So I was like, well, what the fuck can I do that I know won't be him? Because I can't share with you what I'm going to do. And so the the first thing that came to me was like, I'll do kid actors. (laughs) Favorite kid kid actors. Now, they started any era, but they started as children. They started as children in the acting world. And uh, we could do sort of a speed round version of it, but uh, so any any era, and that's why you'll see where my list comes from. Okay, so there's kid actors. You choose which one is the best. You may have a reason. You may not have a reason. Maybe you're just emotional. But okay. right. uh, so so I here like we this. are. Um, so spanky. But, <laughs> I want to interject this. You guys, if anything, I I would love it if brackets wasn't about rock because all we talk about on this show is rock. Not that we don't love right. rock. Not right. that rock, yeah. not We're that rock ha- forever hasn't made us the, the, the successful, rich, you know, yeah. moguls that we are. Yeah. But once in a while, kid actors, I want to hear some of that shit. I love it. Okay, yeah. so let's let's so always feel free to do something. Every that's, that's every bad really boy has a soft side. Yes. Yeah. So I'm saying, Aaron, don't apologize for kid actors. Kid yeah. actors is great. So explaining it to you, explaining my position. So yes. here we are. First round, kid actors. Okay. Little Ronnie Howard. Versus Jennifer Connelly. Oh, you well, bastard. Was she great, a kid? Great she was a kid actor? Yes. Yeah, fucking Once Upon a Time mm. in America. Goddamn Labyrinth. Goddamn yeah. fucking mm. other shit. Terrific God. beauty. Still Damn working today. Bra- so, do, uh, I'm sorry. Two. Your parameters, Aaron. Do do we cut them off at like 15 or yeah, something? No, that's my no, question. No, I'm I saying- I can assess her, her work as an adult. Yeah, no. You, uh, you, I want you to assess her, her work as, uh, as she started out as a child. You could do whatever yeah. the fuck you want. You could base it on top fucking gun if you wanted to. Yeah. I'm just saying the only parameters is she no, didn't start as a adult. Okay, so well, I, Howard, I, have my an- I have my answer. Um, <laughs> okay. I can I can tell you mine if you, you guys go ahead. You okay. Ahead. Well, I'd much rather look at Jennifer Connelly um, as an adult. By the way, for the record, if anyone's listening, when she's over eighteen, <laughs> that's when I want to look sure. at her. Sure. But long hot summer. But, uh, <laughs> but Ron Howard not only gave us Opie and Richie Cunningham, Richie Cunningham but yeah. then like hours and hours of mirth in the movie theater. That's right. So and also by the way. Little little remembered fact, except for uh, Twilight Zone nerds like me, he was in a super young Ron Howard, even before Annie Griffith was in a, a Twilight Zone episode. Littler Ronnie Howard. <laughs> Littler. The tiniest right. Ron Howard. Right. And don't forget Eat My Dust. <laughs> His <laughs> first, much, first directed movie, I believe, yeah, is right. Eat My Dust. Yeah. 
So my my pick is is Ron Howard. Okay. Okay. Go. It's uh, uh, it. it's it's hard for me because uh, Ron Howard's a homeboy. I'm from Burbank, yeah. and he's yeah. he's, he's our guy. He's man. a he's fucking a guy. But Jennifer always held a special, and I and, and just I love Top Gun, so I'm I'm going with her. So you decide, yeah. Aaron. Yeah. No, I'm going. I'm going with Jennifer. I love a little Ronnie Howard, but what the fuck? Yeah. I'm going with yeah. Jennifer. What a reversal. Yeah. She was wow. my gal. She was that my gal a, as a young man. Took yeah. an odd turn there. Oh, yeah. Well, so, it's a turn. Let's not say it's odd. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> okay. round two. Mm-hmm. Child actors. Jodie Foster versus Kurt. Kurt to his friends, Russell. Ooh. Oh, that's yeah. a tough one. Yeah, fucking giants. Giants. Freaky Friday, or what was he? Was his? The, the, she, the kid or, with uh, uh, fucking... Kid with the television shoes, or something. yeah, right. <laughs> he was in all of <laughs> the kid with the television shoes yeah, right. on Hallmark this Christmas. Copyright. Why? Yeah, I don't. Bros, <laughs> the kid with the television. We have a pitch for you today, uh, yeah, Mr. Moonvest. <laughs> Ear Loathing Productions presents. No, no, Jody, obviously, just shoes. a monster from Jump yeah. Street, Freaky yeah. Friday, then right into fucking Taxi Driver. Yeah. Or maybe flipped. I'm not sure. I think she did them at the same time, actually. But yeah. anyways, I, no one has to know, be told what her qualifications are. She and was the same with Kurt. Fuck, I love him too. She, yeah, well, he, he did a bunch of those kind of Disney live action movies, yeah. right? Yeah. And then yeah. she, but she was, wasn't she in Bad News Bears? She was No, in, no, that's Tatum O'Neill. Oh, Tatum O'Neill, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she was uh, Becky Thatcher in that Tom Sawyer yeah. Uh, thing mm-hmm. that they came out in like 73 or something look i i have a lot of great memories of her as an actor as when i was a kid so i'm going with jody foster i'm going with kurt because of his hair <laughs> that's it yeah yeah uh kurt is just so fucking great uh in every kind of way um and i so i'm emotionally saying kurt but i gotta go with jody Huh? Oh. You say yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, round three. Fuck you. All right. Jason Bateman, River Phoenix. Mm. Mm. Who grew up to bang Paul Anka's daughter? <laughs> he just keeps coming up. He oh. <laughs> no, just, just keeps coming up. Oh, my gosh. Jason Bateman. River and River's Phoenix. dead, so it's posthumous. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. He was, you know, uh, yeah, who are we talking about? River Phoenix? Yeah. River yeah, Phoenix was... and uh, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman, he of the smarmy character uh, oh, yeah. on uh, uh, Silver Spoons, I believe. I think and he made the Hogan's his, family. Yeah, as a career, he was smart. He was full of smarm, but then became Hollywood's More nice smarmy. Yeah. River Phoenix, I mean, he came out of the gate with that super... Oh, I don't. How do I put this? I'm going to say unintentionally awkward relationship with the other kid in, in Stand by Me, right, right, right? Which was like, there's a lot of weird overtones going on between those two. A lot of a lot of kind of like meaningful looks exchanged and stuff, right. and it just rubbed me the wrong way because I just don't think it was either directed well or acted well or something. Mm-hmm. And so he pissed me off from the beginning, mm-hmm. and then he went into other stuff like was it like My Own Private Idaho and stuff. He was a, yeah a hustler in that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, what, someone's homophobic. I kind of am. I think <laughs> I just, I'm determining. <laughs> it's and I hated his narcolepsy. Tur- turns out as well. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to apologize. <laughs> and it I, out, I, I really turns out. Yeah, we're going to call <laughs> on Damon Pipitone to realize yeah. his deficits <laughs> in front of Let, God. Let's, tweet, let's tweet right now. As, as religious, <laughs> as religious right podcast. 
Um, who is it? It's it's River Phoenix and Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman. Yeah, I'm going with Jason Bateman. I, I'm Jay Jason Bates. as well. Jason, yeah, as well. And so this is where I, no, I don't step in. I, I, we just no, take no, it, right? you, you know, we yeah. we've already. You, but you can always give us your opinion. Um, they're both awful. Like I, I feel differently about River Phoenix. I thought River Phoenix was a monster. Uh, so I would have I would have maybe taken him, but shed many a laugh and tear with old Jace. He's uh, eminently likable. Um, yes. here we are. Uh, next round. Ricky Schroeder, Natalie Wood. Mm. Natalie Dunn. <laughs> Natalie Wood, Dunzo. Yeah. I mean, hit the road Velvet, running. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if Ricky Schroeder had, hadn't turned out to be such a giant douchebag, maybe, maybe I'd have the discussion, but, but you know. Can she, I say this before you make your – it feels like an obvious choice. And the, the, the reason he's on this list mm. to me the is champ. it seems like – yes. <laughs> it seems like an obvious choice until – my heart. I start crying if I think if I pass the poster for the champ. Oh, oh God! Anyone our generation would. Yeah. So that's why he's on the list. Uh, yeah. But he did turn out to be a big uh, jerk. Uh, Although wasn't he Rizzoli and Isles or something or Franklin and Bash or? I don't think so. No, he was not on that program on the USA was, uh, Network. He wasn't on or NYPD Blue was. or he did. Some yeah, no, work he was on. He was one of the cops later. for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. He had a he had fucking a big Natalie Wood. I mean, I you know. All right, come on. <laughs> yeah, got R.I.P. Yeah. Are you, what are you guys saying? We're, yeah, we're, Natalie. we're all saying Natalie, Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood. Natalie. Natalie. Awesome. Okay, so next round. Leonardo DiCaprio, Liz Taylor. Oh, she because she was like uh, Velvet. Velvet. Sorry, she, was, she was International Velvet. I said it for Natalie, but she was oh, International Velvet, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's National Velvet, isn't it? National Velvet, right? Inter- yeah. Well, the one I say is it's you like, like taking the, it uh, across the you like to make it global. It's thing. like Emmanuel in Bangkok. It's a different. <laughs> <laughs> She's globally foreign. <laughs> uh, so that's a, this is a tough one. Leo and Liz. It's just Leo's more of my time, and even though it's also Liz, I just don't know that much about. I know Liz, whatever, and I, Leo for me. Yeah, every my memory of Liz Taylor, unfortunately, of course, White I can diamonds. Go back. Yeah, I mean that's that's actually actually a high point for yeah. for me because that's her perfume, right? You yeah, love, no, you're, you're a big Larry Fortensky fan. I was going to say Mary, married a construction worker, and I couldn't pull it out, Aaron. I couldn't pull it out, Larry Fortensky, who also had a wonderful mullet. Yeah. yeah, no, but my memory of her was just basically the was it the John Belushi impersonation right. yeah. of her, like choking on a chicken, oh, chicken right. yeah, bones. Yeah, 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 and and she was just this this sad. Fat. yesterday's person oh, yeah and and uh, you know obviously you can go back and look at the pictures of her and watch her oh movies God, and she was she's... certainly gorgeous and talented but oh gosh, yeah. i don't know leo to me is just giving me way more pleasure watching his okay. movies he's All just right. a he's just a, a, it's a, a generational great, thing generational maybe thing. Uh, she just became, became this i don't see leo becoming pathetic as the as the decades like g- getting fat and and let's give him some time putting out colognes <laughs> <laughs> let's give him some time white whiter diamonds DiCaprio <laughs> by George, Leo. What, what are you saying, George? I, I'm Leo, yeah. So Leo, Leo. Leo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Next round. Natalie Portman, Paul Dano. Those those guys mm. hit the ground with heavy duty roles. Natalie came out in very serious movies. Did uh, that uh the professional, right? And then yeah. Yeah. fucking uh <laughs> the crazy role she played in Heat, poor thing. And then oh, Paul right. Dano was a was a giant in uh, There Will Be Blood. 
You have to remind me who Paul Dano is. I'm yeah. not. You have to remind me. Who uh, that well, is he in. was. He's the Riddler recently. He was in uh, Escape from oh. Danamora. He was in, uh, as I say, uh, in uh, uh, There Will Be Blood. He's the he's the son. Or oh, he's the preacher. He's the child preacher. I thought Aaron was going to go for like Gary Coleman and stuff. He's he goes for <laughs> Paul Dano. It's an interesting choice. Paul Stanley. <laughs> I mean, like Jodie Foster is in there. So like, well, just, it, yeah. it starts where you start. Because of yeah. my confusion, uh, Natalie. <laughs> Can't believe you don't know who he is. You're in the industry. I know. George. I, know. I no, I just watched Model. You know, yeah, I just watched the the Batman movie, and I know. Who I know his about. name, and but I don't know his. So face Natalie, yet. and that's the whole saying? thing. You're a face, not a name. Anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna say Natalie just because I'm more familiar with her stuff. Okay. I, by the way, I don't even think she's that great of an actor, and she's she's kind of a dipshit. But whoa, he he's just <laughs> yeah. He I don't know, Aaron. This is a tough one for me. Um. But George say, doesn't know who Paul Dano is, and you don't like him, so we're saying Natalie Portman is the, <laughs> yes, the greater of two. You I'm made this say up. Paul Dano. <laughs> that's exactly what brackets are all about, brackets. All right, next brackets. up. Okay. Shirley Temple, Macaulay Culkin. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's a fight. So Shirley Temple, certainly an icon, not really having, doesn't have anything to do with our generation, our parents' generation. <laughs> so we had to go back to a generation that's probably not on the planet any longer to care about her, but she was responsible for She was a favorite of Jefferson Davis. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, she did. She oh. did uh, uh, serve a life of public service after her. Oh, she was a career. good citizen. Did she good not? Citizen. I think so. I, uh, She's probably one of those people. I think she was a Republican. But no, but she she became like an ambassador, or something. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think she wasn't she George. Wasn't she like a, a SAG president or some shit? Something like that. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I'm confusing with one of the uh, Manson girls. <laughs> the Manson girls. The Manson family. Oh, are you thinking about Angela Lansbury's daughter? Who's Maybe. A, who, yes. Yeah, right. Manson adjacent. <laughs> Maybe, she bought him groceries yeah. and shit. Something. We're yeah. getting so far out of this. Well, no, we're Shirley Macaulay. <laughs> it's you know what I like the other I, I think the other Calkin boy who's in uh, who's in secession. Um, yeah, he's not on this list though. Yeah, I know, I know. But I just I, it's my. It's, you guys keep trying to put other people. It's in my this list. rationale. It's just these two. <laughs> I'm rationale. I'm going with Shirley Temple. I think Me she too. was I, iconic. Me like too. W- probably yeah. one of the, if not the first, prominent child actor and talented as fuck too. By the way, right? Shirley. It, okay. Yeah. Last last bracket before we start breaking her down. Yeah. Drew Barrymore. Jackie Earl Haley, Kelly Leak. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. I'm Jackie fucking Earl Haley priceless. all the fucking way, because yeah, that beautiful. and breaking away, right? Fuck yeah, yeah. dude. And the yeah. fucking Watchmen, dude. Guy's yeah. a monster. Yeah, he's an he's... insane character actor, dude. Oh, my beautiful. gosh. Yeah. And it was Kelly Leak. What else do you yeah, need he to know? Fucking, you're, you don't. <laughs> Aaron, yeah, you're supposed to just be pre- <laughs> a neutral presentation of the, and, of and the Drew's, brackets. And Drew's great, though. There's some There's some good Drew Barrymore stuff. And the fact, what are you going to do? And the E.T. fact that she was partying when she was 12 years old out at fucking yeah. clubs. Studio yeah. 54. That's just great. <laughs> that's just fucking great. But you know, ultimately destructive. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible parenting. But, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. No, no Drew Barrymore for me. Yeah, I'm going to go go with you guys. Yeah. Jackie? Mm-hmm. Jackie Mortling. <laughs> okay all right breaking her down <laughs> breaking her down round two so we got jennifer conley jody foster Conley done jody foster okay so it's it's uh, wait i thought we the room, got right? rid of jody jody foster maybe no no no, she no. okay no, she beat kurt russell yeah. okay so, okay got it sorry sorry yeah so i'm going with jody foster and and and, I'm and george you said jennifer conley yep 
I'm saying Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster makes it through. Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) See, it's fun to do that. All right. um, Fun masturbating to Jodie Foster. (laughs) Breaking it it down here. Um, Jason, don't you mean don't you mean mastered and scheduled release? Mastered and scheduled release. Sorry, it's just so easy to say. Um, All right, and fun. Second round here, Jason Bateman, Natalie Wood. Jason Bateman for me. Natalie Wood. Ooh. Jason Bateman. Hey. I'm rolling with the ladies yeah! every time, but not you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, round three. Leo DiCaprio, Natalie Portman. Leo. Leo. Okay. Leo. All right. Shirley Temple, Jackie Earl Haley. Mm. Jackie, my re- my I still think Shirley. Like when when you're having you when you're able Shirley to come Temple, up with baby. a brackets of child actors, you can't factor you. You have to Shirley has to be like this kind of foundational presence in the entire mm-hmm. discussion she, look, of she any child list. actors, right? She's in the list. She made the list, and and so I, you know, he's great, but Shirley for me. Okay, all right. Jackie Earl. Of course. Gotta kill your babies. <laughs> Gotta kill your babies. I didn't see that coming down uh, fifth in the cab. <laughs> All right. The hot four. The four on the floor. Mm-hmm. Jody Foster, Jason Bateman. Ooh, that's a toughie. Jody. Uh, he's, I've loved him in so many things as an adult. Right. Like Ozark and All uh, started somewhere. Development. All started somewhere. But she was the Hogan family. It was great. great. <laughs> See, I think, yeah, his his Academy Award. I know he started as off as a, as a child actor. I didn't get anything from that. I don't. I may have been even too old to care about it. She's given me good viewing experiences when she was both a kid and an adult. So I'm going to go with director Jody. and a director yeah. too. Yeah. And I'm going to yeah. go with Jodie Foster. Would you okay. say George? Yeah, Jody. Yeah. Yeah, I would have said that too. Okay. If it means anything to you, I agree. In this instance, uh, <laughs> by the way, it doesn't, but go ahead. In this instance, no, so. you're not a tiebreaker, so, so no. <laughs> Leo, Leo, DiCaprio, Jackie, Earl, Haley. <laughs> it's uh it's it's Leo for me, for sure. He's the wider wider range of, of entertainment vehicles. Yeah, okay. Yep. I'm with it. All right. You know where I stand? all right now the big winner down to the if you're going down to the big casino you're going to put it all on uh which one jody foster v leo dicaprio this is tough child actors for the champion hmm well both taxi driver alone it's jody remind me remind me what leo's kids things were Fucking Gilbert Grape. Uh, so he was like, he was doing, he, plus he was did sitcom stuff. Um, growing Pains, a, yeah, right? Growing Pains, Basketball Diaries, all before he was like, probably before his late teens. Yeah. Uh, but like as a kid, he was like a little tiny person for Gilbert Grape. Yeah. Yeah, he was in Pains. Can't forget that. So George, you just said Jody. I did. I think for Taxi Driver alone. And I think... Because what I just said last time, which is about, uh, cause you just named a bunch of shit that Leo did as a kid that I don't give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. Right. 
and again, my argument is she she uh, made me enjoy myself in the theater as a child and as an adult. I'm sticking with Jodie. And by the way, she's also one of those quote unquote template child actors. Yeah, but she yeah. did like like Shirley Temple was. Yeah, but she you're did not having right. a conversation if she's not in it. Yep. So I'm going with with uh, Jodie Foster. So I guess Aaron, we don't give a fuck what you think. <laughs> no, Jody. Ding, 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 ding. Would you? Would you Don. have? Would you have said Jody, Aaron? Uh, of you? those two, yes, yes. Uh, okay. Had it came down to it, yes, I would have. But you guys did it. Well, great we, job, Aaron. Are you satisfied with the outcome of that brakits? You know what? I am. You know what I like about that? I have my answer. I have my answer. George is never gonna <laughs> kind of uh, figure that one out, is he? No, because it doesn't mean anything to me. Much like, you know, whatever. Like uh, Natalie Portman. This means nothing to me. (laughs) What I liked about the child actor thing is we don't know that much about it. We know too much about rock. And and it didn't end up where I knew it was going to. It didn't. I I was surprised by the ending. No, I I didn't. I was surprised by the the choices. Yeah, Yeah. that's what makes it fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, it started out even Steven guys and gals too, which was yeah. part of the design. But uh, all ended, of them had monster careers. Yeah, ended even Steven guys and gals. That's right. Which is yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. So we did that. it. We figured it out. That was a great uh, Brockets theme. We should have factored in emotionally damaged. <laughs> oh, that's everyone. That's each one. I want to go to Berlin and just play that for people all the time and go, who are you? And just like hold it up a, a tape recorder. Yeah. Let me in this club. Get <laughs> bros. Right this way. <laughs> right this way. <laughs> we have your VIP table ready. All right. Well, that was a, a nice Brockets slash Kibitz corner from our torture victim. Aaron Britt. And uh, don't think you're getting out easy, man. Nope. Here we go down. The trouble's just begun. You know what comes next. Torture chamber. Okay, I'm not going to bullshit you, okay? I don't really give a good fuck what you know or don't know. But I'm going to torture you anyway. Suffering. Well, here we are in the torture chamber. Well, Aaron's in the torture chamber. Yeah. We're just yeah. looking down and laughing. Oh, what yeah. you mean, we, Kimosabi? <laughs> Sharpening up the razor wire. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of implements involved in the torture chamber. That Touching you guys... together two live wires. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, George... Uh, I bl- I went first with da- uh, David Geddes last time, mm, which right, means yeah. George has to go first, first this time. Okay, yeah. Well, just, and I will tell. Like, can I say this too about yeah. that choice, David? There is conservatively 19 million podcasts on the planet, and yeah. I'll bet you that of those 19 million, only one was talking about old Davy Geddes. Only one, and it was <laughs> us. One. I am I am completely sure of that. And he emerged victorious. <laughs> and he fucking won. Yeah. A huge day. A huge day for DG. 
I would say that there's probably a handful, a smattering, a, a peppering, if you will, of of podcasts that do like worst songs of all time. Nyuck, nyuck, wah, wah. Right, and, or and, like and, story and, song, like a story song uh, podcast yeah. or something. And that, and that walk, walk, <laughs> And uh. so, but who who did the a deep dive into okay. uh, the 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 psychology, the world of David Getty, yeah. the, the Getty verse? You could almost call it a Getty's Museum. (laughs) How come they didn't kidnap him? (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) the Gettysburg Address. Why didn't he die? (laughs) Why didn't he die at that battlefield? (laughs) So we're gonna we're gonna torture Aaron with uh, George's song, and let's do it right now. You ready? Yeah, you'll know it right away and suck it. (laughs) Girding my loins. Here we go. Oh, this is the whole video, by the way. Sorry. Oh, what's up, man? The beginning's yeah, important. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm just waiting for this girl to bring my daughter back. They went to the mall or something. Yo, well, Nokia and Jazz is on the Baltimore bus with Reggie Ray. Uh, how long does this last? But what, what's going to fly? <laughs> about in? another yeah, 10, man, 30 seconds. This is it. it. Right just here. Here. What, Look what she's on? doing, though. Wondering. Wait a minute. Hold, hold on, dog. What's up? What's this? This thing right here. Now we're in it. Is letting all the ladies know what guys talk about. You know, the finer things in life. <laughs> Check it out. Ooh, that dress so scandalous. And you know I never handle it. So you're shaking that thing like who's the ish with the look in your eyes so devilish. Uh, you like to dance on the hip hop Let's check in with Aaron. Aaron. <sighs> Let me see that thong. Just to give you a little background here, what I'm what I'm trying to do is speaking I'm getting, of thong. Oh, hey, oh, <laughs> I'm getting you back for cherry pie here, because this is the son of cherry pie. This is uh, this is ten times more offensive as a video. That opening was um, his little daughter, who was a toddler, coming up to him with a thong and going, "Daddy, what's this?" <laughs> Jesus Christ. And in the video, they don't use a fire hose. They just use a squirt gun. Oh, boy. And uh, there's more to say, but uh, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, so even without the disturbing youth thong that yes. we, uh, the, in the video, yeah. an auditory experience is equally as disturbing as what you're saying. It right? is, yes. I'm familiar with this from uh, my time working in the clubs. And, yes, uh, <laughs> my club times. Aaron knew thongs. Yeah. This is by but, Cisco, by the way. Yeah, it is. He yes. of the uh, Drew Hill, Goody Mob. No, he was in Drew Hill before this. Drew Hill, Funky yes. Drew Hill. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right, all right. Let's do well, it. Let me see that thong. <laughs> Here we go. You're gonna see it. I gotta admit, I've I've heard of this song. Like the fact that let's say I'm not watching the video and I don't see the girl approach him with a thong. And and uh this sounds like every other fucking song. Cause they're not they're not at the thong thing yet in in no, the in the no, song, no. right? There's not much to this, no. I there's there's no way I'm gonna get out of this fucking episode without lisping okay one thing <laughs> saying one thing we have to point out here yeah just lyrically because it's a big deal in the song what you just heard there which is the bridge to the song lyrics are she had dumps like a truck 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 <laughs> thighs like what 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 baby move your butt 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 think i'll say it again 
Now, we hear that first thing, she had dumps like a truck. Yeah. Truck, truck. You think, well, that's kind of, we getting scatological? What's going on with, <laughs> with the dumps? But and, he's talking about a booty, right? Right. He had to clarify later that that's about a, like a dump truck when it backs up. Yeah. Beep, beep, right. beep. He, that's Cisco stupid. had to, because uh, people yeah. have wondered. <laughs> No, no, I'm kidding. This song's 20 years old. There's there's people that were 13 then that are now moms. Yeah, right. That it, this is their favorite thing, and they always wondered, what does that mean? Right. Because it sounds like about taking a dump. <laughs> First cut's Baby, move your I think I'll sing it again. She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. By the way, I didn't know that rappers liked ass. I, I was unaware. Unaware that's, completely. That's a news a news new item thing. over here. New thing. New thing. Yeah. New thing. Newsflash. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were in Keister Corner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Clem agrees. Let me see that thong. All night long. Let me see that This is. I, I love that it's just the, the, the chorus is thong, 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 thong. <laughs> Sounds like somebody left an adding machine on. <laughs> and it's just going. It's just going. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that makes me an old man or what. I mean, the song's 20 years old. How am I old? I, I, but yeah, I it's. Uh, you know, we're in your 20s know. when this came out. Yeah. <laughs> and working at clubs, apparently. Right. <laughs> Fucking yeah. clubbing, always. Yeah. Love the clubs. Aaron made most of his money on this song. And the dumps. And the dumps. Yeah. The dump trucks. Backing up. It's really dumb. I mean, it's dumb. It's not clever. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm complete. But for all the legend of this song, because again, I've heard of it. Everyone's heard of the thong song. But I'm, I'm wildly underwhelmed by this song. It's, it's not cool. It's not interesting or cool or anything. Uh, the story is... To, to this, and uh, we'll play a little more, and then we may have to go back to the beginning, just because I want to see if you guys can recognize it. And then play it through? No, no, we'll oh. go, go play, the, play, play it again, but they're, honestly, after they just repeat this over and over. But yeah. go ahead. Okay. Same verse. <laughs> It's also interesting, and I, I hate doing this because we're watching the video, yeah. but um, I'm doing it anyway. What do I care? Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that this is all about thongs, yeah, the bathing suit, yes, and he's going by a bunch of sexy girls on the beach, yeah. all laying on their back, so you can't see the thong. <laughs> right. That was you don't part know of, that they're wearing thongs. That was part of MTV. They had to kind of censor themselves. <sighs> was there? Is there like a, a hot, spicy version of this where they're all on their stomachs and you get to see I think their so. thong? I, I think so. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> I want to see that version. Right. At least it'd be into, to watch. There's MTV and then there's CTV for Caliente. Hey. It's a dumb song. It's a dumb song. There we go. Yeah, he, they just went by him with. Yeah. But by the way, they, they, they were bikinis. They weren't all necessarily thongs. Right. A thong, a thong is what they call butt floss. Correct. Yes. So, Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this, that was just girls wearing bikinis. This doesn't really qualify right. to me. Or sometimes in between, Damon is called a tea back. Hmm. Well, shaped like a tea. Shaped like a tea. <laughs> in between the two. Yes. 
Right. Well, I guess my point being is like, I'm disappointed by this video. This isn't the bikini song. It's a thong song. It's a dumb song. I like the part. I like all night long. (laughs) (laughs) If you ask me, what do you like about the song? I would say, well, nothing. Then I'd say, no, to be fair, all night long. I like that. Is he (laughs) considered... Cause just because, look, guys, I don't know anything about him. I don't know anything about the song. I don't know anything about hip hop in general. Yes, is he considered a rapper or a singer? A little bit of both, is you know, most are. Because he doesn't sound good at either one. But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because I just don't know what people are looking for from this guy. Cisco Entertainment. <laughs> Thong talk. Thong talk. <laughs> Uh, is that supposed to be him singing the 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 the, it is. the it is. that part there? Is that him? Yep. Okay, so he he's got he's got a big R and B voice. And uh, is this is this right. pre or po- this is post uh, pitch correct and you know all that stuff? Yeah, I I don't, I don't know. That I'm not going to that part. The... I don't know. But from I saw an extensive thing on this, which I will tell you in a moment. I don't mean to shit on the guy. I don't know <laughs> anything about him. But let's keep going. Where is he from? Baltimore. Okay. Baltimore. Baltimore's famous for thongs. They are. <laughs> All right, so a little bit about this now, maybe. Okay. All right, and can you go back to the beginning just of the song, just for a what? minute? I want to see if you guys recognize this, because you're going to be a little bit... You'll be surprised. Okay. And I'll tell you the history of this, which, after all this shit, I found... These two stories fascinating. So go ahead to the beginning. All the way to the little girl with a thong? No, no, no. At when the when the song starts. Okay. Remember, we're at two forty six. That's yeah, where we're... this is over and over. There's nothing else to this. Oh, so we can be done with it. After we can. This. It's oh. just it's just the same thing. Suddenly, I'm interested. It's the same thing over <laughs> go and on. over. It's the same thing. It's it's that verse yeah. about going into clubs. It's the dumps and trucks, and then it's that, and then that's it. Okay. There's there isn't anything else. So the girl here's the girl with the thong. So what? I'm going right after she's done yeah, with yes, her correct, thing. Okay. Correct. Listen to this. This thing right here. The orchestra? Yeah. Or the, yeah. Okay. He's letting all the ladies know what guys talk about. It's Eleanor Rigby. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, so here's the interesting. Uh, yeah. Did you get that, Aaron? No. 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 I did not. So, I still don't get it. I'm still so depressed. This, this, <laughs> so a couple things like this. So these are the fascinating. And by the way, three guys here, three guys. Yeah. All we talk about are thongs. He's right. Cisco's right about that. <laughs> he is. He's right. It's, we're three guys. This right. is probably an appropriate time to introduce Aaron Loathing's new offshoot podcast, <laughs> Thong and Loathing. <laughs> it's what we hate to love about thongs. <laughs> yeah. um, On the pants. So, <laughs> so how this how this starts is these guys Tim and Bob who are two um, hip hop songwriters and they've done a lot. They're 
resume, Destiny's Child and all that kind of stuff. But they've done everything. All I can think about is Bob and Doug McKenzie right now. (laughs) (laughs) Take off, you hoser. Um, so Tim and Bob, they, they are, they've made it up to their point in their career where they are maybe going to get to work with Michael Jackson. Oh. And so they start to put together a, a, a demo tape for him to look at. And, and, this, and, and this is what was fascinating to me about how songwriting has changed. So what you do is you just put together loops and beats and stuff for him to listen to. And so they come upon, um, I want to get this right. In what year? This is 1999, 2000. Okay. And they're made it up. You have to work your way up to when you can give something to Michael Jackson. Right. So they're, they're there. And they find a, off a Wes Montgomery, who's a jazz. Guitarist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he, and that, it's Eleanor Rigby. It's just that, which that isn't it. That's a sound alike. And they put, to Eleanor Rigby, they put a beat. And then they kind of, they go, wow, that's really great. But then they forget about it. And they're going to submit it to Michael sometime later. But Cisco comes in the studio and they accidentally play it for him. They don't mean to play that for him because they want to save it for Michael. They don't want to show it to this asshole. (laughs) But he hears it and he's like, oh, my God, it's the best thing. I've got a plan for this. It's not called Thong Song. It's just a loop. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, I'll do anything. I'll he gets on a plane. He goes home. He calls them immediately and goes, I will. I will do anything. I got to have that. There's something about this. To Cisco's credit. He comes back, um, hires a a, a a violinist whose name's Bruce something, I forget his last name, who did like every, you know, every Star Wars, every everything. And he goes, oh, this is what you want, like Eleanor Rigby. And he starts going, dun, 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 and he does that little thing in the beginning to mm-hmm. see what it is. And then he, and he decides somehow from that to, it's about thongs. <laughs> from some friend of his talking about thongs. He decides to put Eleanor what they sound like because I was fascinated. Why isn't Paul McCartney and, and, and John Lennon on this credit? Right. And the answer is because they did the sound alike instead. Yeah. Continuing with this fascinating publishing story, you might have heard the part where they went, Living La Vida Loca in R- the song. Yeah. Okay. So, as you know, our old friend, maybe you don't know, our old friend Desmond Child wrote Living La Vida Loca. Did not know that. Yes, he did. One of his biggest, even bigger than the Bon Jovi stuff. Mm-hmm. So, for um, Rick, Ricky, Ricky Martin, Ricky Martin, Ricky Martin yeah. yeah. And so, um, somehow, nobody. The song comes out. It's this huge thing. This is nominated for a Grammy, by the way, for best R and B song. Um, somehow, no one at Def Jam, Columbia, CBS, Sony, whatever, legally clears that. They just don't do it. And Cisco tells Tim and Bob, "No, no, I know Desmond. It's fine. It's not fine." He holds their fucking feet to the fire. And as they said in the interview, they're like, Tim and Bob go, because they're legit songwriters, and they go, just let me tell you, this, uh, Desmond Child has a bigger chunk of this song than anyone. <laughs> like, he holds their feet to the fire for them. Well, and fucking idiots. Just ch- it's two seconds. It didn't, I know. I, not one, not one nope. idiot who liked this song bought it because, or kept it because, or kept playing it because of that it moment. Said, fucking take yeah. it off. Yeah. Right, and, but, but the weird part is, too, is he, he couldn't say... He can't copyright the words "Live in La Vida Loca," but he says the melody from the song yeah, "Live in La Vida." He sings the melody, so that puts them in. And they'd already released the song; there was already money coming in. They mm. didn't clear it ahead of time. Oh right, okay, I understand what you're saying. That, that's so the whole thing. Yeah, they, they were did jammed not. Up. Yeah, right. they were jammed up totally, so he could just say anything like, "Well, how about eighty percent?" Or "Fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> or you take it off the market and give everyone their money back. <laughs> and, I, yeah. and I just loved that after me picking this song because it was horrible, and I was hoping you'd hate it, Aaron. That 
You're right. Here's our here's our friend Desmond Child back again. <laughs> yeah. Without even doing anything. <laughs> he's he's like he's like an all-star. He is of this, he's an of this show. He... Are you sure the cooch isn't in here somewhere? <laughs> I, I looked. I looked. I thought the cooch was gonna be in here, maybe the cross, but he is not. And I was and I that, that Let me whole... see that form. And I, I was I was fascinated though that that as much as you is you dismiss all this, these guys really worked on this and he this was this is Cisco's dream. Like this was he really he got a guy, a violin guy to come in. He thought of he did everything to make this into the Fung song. And this is his gift to the world. This is it. Did he have any other hits or anything after this? There was another one called Incomplete or something I never really heard. And by the way, he's a big um Bruce Lee guy. Like all the records are called like Enter the Dragon, um, Here Comes the Dragon, Uh oh, I'm a dragon. They're all they're all dragons. My they, ass is dragon. My ass is dragon. He's all the dragon guy. He's a <laughs> Uh, and and that was that was we don't have to listen to any more of it unless you want to Aaron and <laughs> no. don't have enough of an impression of it no that's uh, oh Never. and there's and there's one more thing there's one more thing oh wait let me get it because I have to read these words to you guys because it's uh, it's maybe one of the funniest things I've ever heard mm-hmm. um so um it's in photos sorry um. I took a picture of this because... So I remember this is around 2000 or 2001 when, of course, I'm a hotshot writer, so I'm reading all the pilots. And this is not a joke, okay? Someone at, at I think it was ABC, um, decides that Cisco should have a pilot called the Untitled Cisco Pilot. Who did they get to co-star with him? What's the brilliant idea for co-star for Cisco? I'll give you 5,000 guesses. You'll <laughs> never get it. John Didn't Lithgow. Close. <laughs> um, well... Do you, are you allowed to tell us what the theme is? Or that, I'll, I'll read that to you in a minute. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to say uh, John Bon Jovi. Cisco and Bob Newhart. <laughs> what? <laughs> and, here, and here's the... Wackiness ensues. And here's the yeah. pitch. On the show, <laughs> the seasoned comedian will offer advice to Cisco, who plays a Baltimore hot dog vendor, who saves a kid from being killed at a baseball stadium and becomes an overnight... Sensation within the show. <laughs> so it's a show within a show, and he's a hot dog vendor, saves a kid from being hit from a baseball, and then Bob Newhart gives him advice about how to be this celebrity, how to handle it. Does Bob Newhart play himself, or is he... No, he's a character. Hmm. And I read this pilot and back then and was horrified by it. Completely yeah. horrified. And as everybody was. And I think they shot it. This is taken... That, that pilot is taken on... A junior, um, the day the clown cried, where it's a holy grail and people try to see it. Oh wow! Because it was such a horrible idea, maybe the worst in two yeah. years. Because I'm thinking, like, <laughs> what? How much material are you going to get out of that thin premise? By the way, it's not even like. Well, that's your job, writer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I spun the gold. It's up to you to just, you know. To... I don't know. One of the writers is in the room, just sitting there. He raises his head. He goes, "This whole thing about hot dogs, or." <laughs> Is it like a get, wiener show, or do we get free hot dogs? Are we sponsored by Oscar Meyer? I don't get, I don't get this. What is it? Cisco, Oscar Meyer, Cisco, like Bob at Texaco Hope. Um, is this like a Hebrew International product placement, I don't, or what's? But, by, but what I was, what I was more fascinated by was that this song was big enough. It got nominated for an, for a Grammy. They made a show around him. They got Bob Newhart. All these things because of this piece of shit. Imagine explaining to Bob. <laughs> who Cisco is. <laughs> what he's and famous why, and, for. And why Cisco is. <laughs> Bob, hear me out. 
Hear me out about this. Do you like dragons? <laughs> it's a show about underpants? Or thongs. No, no. <laughs> well, hot dogs and underpants, really. Maybe that's a better title, hot dogs and underpants, because it's the hot untitled dogs and underpants? Let's, Underpant you know, let's, hot dogs. You know, let's get a little bit on the outgoing. Come on, let's get a little, really? a little more. A little more. Yeah, a little more. Yeah. Oh. Come on, do it. Aaron, you're getting it. <laughs> thong, the thong, thong, like, thong. Like, which, which part? Like, Just drop the needle anywhere. Drop the needle anywhere. Uh, editing nightmare. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I can cut it out if you want. I don't care. I just might do that. All right, All right here we go. There's that adding machine. All right, that's all I needed. It just goes on like that. A little extra salt for you, Aaron. I don't know. The adding machine, they still don't add up. <laughs> this thing's broken. What to do with this thing? Shit. Who's been messing oh. with my adding machine? It was my Cisco. His damn thongs. <laughs> Some someone got a hot dog stuck in my in the three of my adding machine. This mustard. This mustard in the in the in the plus button. I don't need no Texas instruments from Baltimore. <laughs> okay. Fucking thong song. Casio, more like Asio. <laughs> yeah! Good night, <laughs> <Yeah>! everybody. <laughs> End episode 16. <laughs> All right, Cisco's done, correct? Okay, now we move on. Fuck. <laughs> oh my God. Thong song. Good. Thong song. Uh, thong right. song. Paul Songus. <laughs> Paul Songus. <laughs> Should have been about Paul Songus. <laughs> Vote for Songus. Songs, song, 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 song. With a T. <laughs> Thong Songus. <laughs> silent. He's got votes by the truck. Truck, truck. Dies like a. <laughs> Thong Songus. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <Fucking> funny <laughs> alright alright <laughs> well while we're on the subject of strange ethnic mismatches <laughs> um let's solve racism shall we uh oh is this no we can't be even This is from 2013, Aaron, by the way. From the uh, meandering guitars record. To the man that waited on me at the Starbucks down on me. Oh, this is the I one that he got a lot of flack for. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember. What is this? This this is this is one of the most kind of the, the one of the biggest misfires in recording music history 2013 brad paisley with ll cool j a song called accidental racist wow well, and aaron i invite you in fact implore you to go please call up the lyrics where you are up okay. on the north star accidental racist <laughs> it's called accidental racist by brad paisley i've, I've pulled up the lyrics yes, george I, for I've you yeah. i'm glad this will be on my search history yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoops it was what an accident 
What is this? Uh, best sleeping bag. Same, uh, with, same with my search for foot porn. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, it's not like you're in a hotbed of, of racial tension. I know. Jeez, Louise, especially on fucking Juneteenth, make me look like an alien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Juneteenth's coming up. So, not a good look. Accidental racist, Brad Paisley, great idea. Uh, uh, to the, and just to get, you know, refresh you on what he just said, to the man that waited on me at the Starbucks down on Maine. I think that's as far as we got. I, I, I don't know. I hope you understand. Let's just, just it's a, follow it's another, along. It's another story. So follow I'm... along, George. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. You understand when I put on that T-shirt. The only thing I meant to say is I'm a Skinner fan. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh my God, Aaron, are you are you following along? My ancestors owned you. This the only this makes this makes poor fucking Dan Hill look like he was fucking right on (laughs) with everything. I I heard about this song when it happened, and I just it some for some whatever reason it popped into my head. Yeah, and I was thinking I was looking for bad country songs for George because we know how he feels about country music, and then. I just whatever rabbit hole I was in, I fucking fell into this horror story. Do you mean accidentally? <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> and I, I couldn't believe how bad it was beyond what I heard about it. He's yeah. a, wow, it, yeah. I mean, there's an insane amount of lyrics too. My own, yeah. It's uh, written by okay, written by, and this is during the period of time. Correct me if I'm wrong. Where this was. Where they started doing this, where there was a lot of uh, country artists featuring rap star, and it was kind of a hip hoppy kind of delivery of a country. Song. Yeah, the drum beat yeah, you hear yeah, right now is yeah, kind of kind yeah. of hip hoppy. And then yes. also, yeah. I, I don't remember when I looked it up. I didn't. I wish I would have put it in here, but I forgot. Oh my but. god, I completely missed that you said LL Cool J was on this. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, well, it was, I just read for that part. I guess James Todd. Oh my god, LL Cool J. Yeah, yeah. this. I mean, the the weird layers of this and 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 where he's coming from i have a whole theory of course i do of course but it's on any level you you listen to this or read these lyrics or try to relate to it and it's it's a loser on every on every every at every step yes it's such a weird fucking song and i can't believe that someone would actually have I, I was going to say have the brain power, but I'm going to say lack the brain power to realize the how fucking bad this is. Both of these is. people to think that either one of their which one of their fan bases was supposed to like this? Yeah, I mean, so we're coming again, together, guys. You know, you know that both won't. Why mm. would either care? That's like that's such huge belief in the size of your fucking nuts that someone's going to see past the other guy sitting on your track. It, and, is and, it, the, and the corniness of what you're saying. Right, let's hear a little more. Man. Okay, yeah. yeah. So w- we just got past the Skinner fan when he put yeah, yeah, on the T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The red flag on my chest somehow's like the elephant in the corner of the south. And I just Yum. walked him right in the room. Just a proud rebel son with an old can of worms, looking like I got a lot to learn. But from my point of view. Okay, the second you, or we just went through this whole thing where he's already kind of a victim. He's setting himself as the victim. Like, 
Hey, I'm just a I'm just a proud rebel son. I know yeah. I opened a can of worms and I got a lot to learn. And then the second he gives you that but, when you hear a but, you know mm. there's some fucking hillbilly wisdom coming. Yeah, with that said, my point of view. This is this is hillbilly wisdom. This is this is a guy trying to justify his bullshit uh worldview. Let's okay. Hear it. Here's the chorus. I'm just a white man coming to you from the Southland, trying to understand what it's like not to be. I'm proud of where I'm from, but not everything we've done. I mean, the, it's just dripping with with excuses, isn't it? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what it is. Like you could have a conversation with some with a friend and you could write whatever you want. You could release whatever you want. I just think that it's going to be viewed as clumsy, which is what I was saying before. Is like who's gonna wanna hear it done this way or discussed this way? You know, <laughs> right. you could you could say I'm from the South and I had nothing to do with fucking awful things that happened down there, or from anywhere in America where awful things happened to poor people. But like, my grandmother was Dutch. I don't <laughs> <laughs> But who's gonna like who wants to hear it in this what kind of in the setting. Yeah. like And uh, it's that, worrisome. It's worrisome because it doesn't feel like it's going to get anywhere, but like, yeah. like I feel yeah. like a shitty comedian going, <laughs> like pulling your collar. Yeah. Um, the thing that gets me the delivery, because I've never heard of this, or when you said 2013, I was fascinated what you came up with and I, you did not disappoint. Um, the... <laughs> Is is he's is Brad Paisley? I, I believe because all these guys sound the same to me. It yeah. sounds just like um, that other guy's song about uh, live while live while you were dying, or I forget the guy's name. But there sounds just they all sound the same. But it, he's his delivery's so earnest. Yeah, and that's the thing that there's not the hint of anything fun in this. It's funny that all. you say that the it's earnest so earnest. I was going to point yeah. this out, and we'll, yeah. you'll hear this in a minute. What yeah. I'm about to say yeah. in a second, actually. Yeah. And Brad Paisley is known for, and is truly a really great guitar player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a shredder. Yeah. yeah. And so what they, what he's doing also in the song, I'm assuming on most of his songs, I don't listen to his music, but I'm assuming because he's such a great guitar player, you've got to sort of feature his guitar. Yeah. Well, you've got this subject matter that's very touchy and supposed to be very serious, be taken seriously. And so he's singing these lines that are basically like, I'm sorry, my can folk enslaved your great 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 grandma and then right <laughs> after that you hear a he's like soloing between these poignant so-called poignant lyrics it's just so off fucking key this entire song is so bizarre to me i can't wait for a little cool jay's entrance oh, is it dude, just a hook dude, or is it, this is okay. like the, the thing about the skinner fan and all that stuff is fucking tip of the iceberg okay this is we're not even close okay, <laughs> okay. uh here we go and it ain't like you and me can rewrite history. He's just shrugging his shoulders going, look, I can't rewrite history. Yeah, I can't. You know, what, what are you going to do? Right. History, our generation. So I guess I just got to keep wearing my Skinner shirt. That's it. That's his reasoning. Well, since we can't rewrite history and I'm still I'm still trying to figure this all oh, this whole race thing out. I'll just keep wearing my Leonard Skinner shirt till that. Yeah, because happens. there's always time to have a dialogue uh when you're like leaving the Starbucks. You're yeah. not going to just like you're not just you can't just go in and like drop a meatball in the room and then split like it didn't fucking happen and then say, "Oh, dude, my bad. I'm just Skinner fan later." <laughs> and, and, uh, and 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 by and by the way, 
This uh, this has too much foam in it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I talk to your manager? <laughs> Can I talk to the manager who I assume is a white man? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. I, it, yeah. Didn't start this nation. We're still picking up the pieces, walking on eggshells, fighting over yesterday. And caught between Southern pride and Southern blame. Hey, I, I understand you blame me for, for what happened. What Southern? Blame? Yeah, don't give yeah, don't give somebody the right to blame you for what it's not. <laughs> It's not a, your, what's your take on what went down? <laughs> Dude, it's only history. Yeah. <laughs> it happened. It's not, well, yeah. that's the way you see it. That's like your opinion, man. Yeah. We, <laughs> no. There's two sides of the story. <laughs> there's only one side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Southern blame. Yeah. They called it reconstruction. Fix the buildings, dried some teams. What the he, fuck is I, he talking I'm sorry, about? I'm sorry, did he just... Re- I have to get over here. Talking yeah. about reconstruction. Did he just reference reconstruction? He just said... He just, they called it reconstruction. reconstruction. Okay. Fix the buildings, dried some tears. I know some Southern Americans, my father being one of them. And, uh, yes. He, he'd have a lot to say about this. <laughs> what people don't know about George's dad is that when they play Sweet Home Alabama, yeah. he hits the dance floor hard, yeah. you know, and, and, and cuts a rug. And then... When it's slow dance time, yeah. accidental racist. That's right. <laughs> that was this was this was George's dad's jam. I'm sure he'd know this. Just, just the, the <laughs> historical perspective here of Reconstruction, I think, would be disagreed with by my father. <laughs> and when he says we, the the, the, the northern states conducted Reconstruction. <laughs> we didn't fix anything. They anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, he okay. <laughs> l- here, let's let's look at this historically real quick. Yeah. Sorry, they called it reconstruction. Fixed the building, dried some tears. We're still sifting through the rubble after 150 years. Now, what oh, he's okay. saying is, all right, he has all right. No, okay. no, I didn't hear wait. that part. Yeah. He's saying because of the this is what's implied under here. This is what all these motherfuckers in the South say. Yeah. The War of Northern Aggression. Correct. They said they reconstructed us and fixed all our buildings, but we're still down here dealing with it all. It's the, the, the rubble after 100. You guys, we fucking buried you because you enslaved people. Do you understand that? <laughs> like, what, what else is, is there to say? It's like Aaron said, like, there's no opinion here. It's what the, it's what the fucking facts are. Because you want to wear your Leonard Skinner shirt. I have to listen to this fucking song. God, these, these fucking people. All right, let's keep going here. Yeah. We're still sifting through the rubble After 150 years I try to put myself in your shoes And that's a good place to begin But it ain't like I can walk a mile In someone else's skin Cause I'm a white man saying <laughs> white man there is just... <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> Um, I, I did have a few thoughts about this song, by the way. Now I would, I would say this, if this song had come out, like, let's say just, you know, let's say we have a time machine and Brad doesn't think of this song until it occurs to him. Cause this is the thing he said that he, that he came up with this song, um, based on the so-called controversy going on around 2013 or so because of, 
um, Django Unchained and some other some other yeah, yeah. controversial movie. Sure. Okay. Was it Twelve Years a Slave or something? I don't remember probably, what it was. Probably. Yeah. And he says that there's so much going on that I felt like I had to write this song to you know kind of get get the different just perspective like Dan out Hill. There. Someone needs to hear about this. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I need to. Yeah. Get, okay. People need to hear from Brad Paisley. But um. Uh, so I was thinking, what could you imagine? Fast forward seven years, if he decided to write this in the wake of of because right. uh, these lines in the song are so fucking cringy and bad. <laughs> and I came up with a line that I that I think you tell me if this line would not have been in in this song. I know your lives have been shattered, but don't you think all lives matter? <laughs> Is that right? Yes. Because this is exactly where this is coming from. These dumb fucking hillbillies who, who hey man, all lives matter. Right. God, I hate these people. We're gonna. We're gonna... Hey, the Derek Chauvin uh, decision just came down. Brad's gonna release his song. <laughs> Let's heal together. Let's heal together. So gross. Little tone you know, death. Little they, tone death. I, I was looking into this uh, song, and SNL did a sketch right after it came out, and it was uh, Sudeikis as. Brad Paisley and and Keenan as as uh, LL Cool J. And it was funny, but it's one of those things where like when the headlines are weirder than the Onion, you're in a you're in a really fucked up time. And like SNL as as kind of humorous as it was, they couldn't get to the bizarreness of this song. No, no, not you know, not with the talent. They it have. was it's yeah, it's just so fucking bad. All right, here we go. C- continuing on. Here's the chorus again. Yeah. And- Southland, just like you, I'm a- I don't like that he says the Southland because the only Southland I know about is it's like Southern Soca. California. The Southland. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. I was just yeah, gonna who, South- ca- who South- calls the South? Other than when you nobody. have to when you have nobody. to rhyme with man, and nobody. Does no that. one calls the South the Southland. They don't. Yeah, yeah it's like the rain pelting the Southland. But but only, yeah. but only Pixie rhymes with Dixie. So uh, that's true. <laughs> Keep your hands off when you're talking <laughs> shit like out of your ass. Don't bring up the Southland guy. Yeah, man. Come on. It's <laughs> Leave us out of it. California, res- California responds to racism of, of Brad Paisley's song. San Diego up in arms. Yeah, I don't think so, Brad. Uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh. Don't include us in your bullshit. Yeah. Uh-uh. We like the Beach Boys. <laughs> um, if you guys can get through this chorus, I have a treat mm. for you. I don't know if El- I can. Well, I don't know. Can we skip to the rapping? Well, let me let me tell you what's what's coming, and maybe you'll change your mind. LL Cool J. I know. Let's just get to him. He, though. He, Thank he's God. Gonna, he's gonna he's gonna uh, straighten us out. Wrap you into understanding. <laughs> yes. I, I was completely indifferent to Brad Paisley up until I heard this song. And now I think he's one of the most giant assholes I've ever experienced. They must have tried to bury this, right? No, no. I th- th- okay, good. I'm glad you said that. Let me, let me tell you this theory, you guys. Now, I'm, when I'm listening to this, I'm going, who is this fucking stupid and clueless to write a song with lyrics like this? I'm like it's it's impo- it's all it's virtually impossible for somebody to and also to get this through like 17 filters of like his co-songwriter and the producer the record company and, and the record and, like 
it made it all the way up to to uh, full full release. Sorry, uh, you know the uh, the master and the MSSR schedule release. But I just thought, is it possible that he that he just wanted to like kind of put this what he considers edginess into a song just just for the pure kind of viral sensation it will cause? Because it certainly did. There's a lot of people who wrote editorials about it, and a lot of people. I don't remember in. any. Why don't, why don't we know about this? Are we it, old? It, do, it happened. I remember it. Happened. I know. I know it did. But how come? Like I never heard of this. And so listen to this. And I thought, is it is it possible that he just manufactured this entire thing? Um, mm-hmm. By the way, these are probably his dopey thoughts. But they, but you know, putting releasing them in a song, like Aaron said, like play this to your buddies in the living room. You don't have to put this out. Well, but then I was I, I I was reading this interview, and. Entertainment Weekly or someone was asking Brad Paisley about it at the time. Mm-hmm. And he says, this isn't a stunt. This isn't something that I just came up with just to be sort of shocking or anything like that. I knew it would be, but I'm sort of doing it in spite of that, really. This guy fucking knew all along this was going to do this. And I think this entire thing is is just completely manufactured. I'm not saying he's in character, by the way. Yeah. Because it's, 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 it's a guy singing from an earnest place. Yes, correct. But he also knew exactly what he was fucking doing, right? You have to reading this these lyrics. Um, just you know, one thing though, we haven't gotten to the part yet. Yeah. But let's not just blame Whitey. Someone pitched LL Cool J. He said, <laughs> "Thumbs up, let's do it." <laughs> I have, or okay, did they after, just threaten him? Like, okay, you're doing this, or <laughs> after LL? Because LL Cool J's a bigger thing than Brad Paisley, I think. After right? LL, let's talk about LL. Okay. All, All right. right. He's All right. coming up here. Okay. We're still paying for the mistakes that a bunch of folks made long before we came. And caught somewhere between Southern pride and Southern blame. Dear Mr. White Man, I wish you understood. What the world is really like when you're living in the hood Just because my pants are sagging doesn't mean I'm up to no good You should try to get to know me, I really wish you would Now my chains are gold, but I'm still misunderstood I wasn't there when Sherman's march turned the south into firewood I want you to get paid Yikes they hand him this or did he write it oh and if when they handed it to him because he's a skilled guy just like you said about the guitar and brad i, like, I don't know a lot about l cool j I, I i by the way i don't even know that he's been relevant musically since the 80s i mean i know he's been on a lot of stuff he's an actor and he hosts a lot of award shows and stuff like that but has he been musically relevant for decades no um, I, I don't unknown think so. Un- unknown un- un- unknown at this time. no I, I don't think so because he's you know he's settled into a a nice paycheck on NCIS Los Angeles there, yeah. but but no, he but but he's still he's a seminal he's a he's a rap legend he's a hip hop legend. I don't know that. Look, I don't know anything about the guy, but I, I feel like he's kind of like the the, the most dude, white bread douchiest rapper. No, 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 he's not. Really? No, he's not. Yeah, I don't feel that way. No, no, I, I, he's and not. I think it's it's just it's just weird uh, tonally for everyone. Yeah, because don't people want their their product to be received by someone? Like to be that there's yeah. someone on the other end. If you're playing catch, you're only yeah. throwing a ball against a wall or out into the end of the other side of the field if somebody's not there to receive it. This so, feels like someone threw a ball at my nuts. Yeah, like, but like, <laughs> but like, it, but like it, it, I don't even know what the intent. Like, who was the intended receiver? 
I, you know, I, like I can't, I can't imagine who it is because neither of their fan bases would have given this the time of day in my estimation. If they were discussing it or played the demo to me, I would say, well, who's it for really? Like, are you trying to stir something up? Because I don't think either of your sides are going to be interested in, nor will I think that anyone will come together and go, you fucking know what? This Thank song's you. what we're going to- Thank you for saying it. I don't know if this burst your bubble or anything, but this was a number 23 hit on the Hot Country chart and a number 77 hit on the Billboard chart. Well, that's, the strength, that's the strength those of those involved, numbers. and I'll bet that it, just, <laughs> that it didn't remain there. No, meaning just the controversy as itself. As as it got. Or like that's yeah. Brad, 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 and LL have people who are interested yeah, yeah. initially, Millions and then there's also people. beautiful thing called payola, which exists in all different kinds of ways. Where somebody yeah. was like, "We spent a lot of money on this fucking Huckleberry. We're gonna fucking throw it, it's throw it a little bit. Someone's gonna fucking play it for a minute." Um, Damon, in your research, what I'm interested in because I don't know about it is that there was a period of time, and I don't know when it starts or ends when. Someone, I don't know what the first song is, where someone had the idea of let's do a song like this. I don't know what I'm going to call it. Country hop. I'm going to call it that for, I'm sure there's a name, where you did this. You did a hip hop song in construction, the way this is, the way it's constructed with the beat. You had a country artist and you featured a hip hop artist singing the hook. And that happened a lot Mm -hmm. back then. And I don't know what year it started. Is this towards the end? Like to uh, make an analogy of like, is this the, is this towards the end when you know it's cherry pie and it's warrant and, and hair metal's gone terrible? Yeah, is this because thirteen seems pretty late? Like, is this towards the For end? That where, era of yeah, yeah, where hip hop like, country. Yeah, like maybe two thousand nine was when things were good, and now it's. Do you know the history of that? Because that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I, if if you want me to go look it up, I can figure out yeah. the the song they compared it to because someone what uh, who was it. I don't. I don't remember. There's it was some versions. prominent country ver, uh, yeah. artist ta- did a duet with a female yeah. hip hop artist, right? And it was and it was well received, and it was cool. People yes. thought it was cool, right? And they compared this one to that, and how that yeah. one worked, and this one didn't. Right. And I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember okay. who it was or what it was. But this I has look- worked in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This might be towards the end where they just it all gone wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this and- is the symbol of everything that had gone wrong with this. <laughs> collaborations yes another takeaway i had from this because we're sitting here scratching our heads as aaron said like who was this intended for like which audience and everything my takeaway from it when i when i really sat back and and thought about it was this is just basically two rich celebrities a little bit clueless thinking that their respective fan bases will sort of respond to this and sort of congratulating themselves on hey look we just solved racism you know, uh, more than that, they they have such hubris that they believe that a whole other category of fan will be created it loves because both. they're so brave. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. We just, yeah, we just blended our audiences. Like, we are the world. You have to own this. You have to have this. <laughs> so it's, okay. It's, I, I hear what you're saying, Aaron. You're, okay, I understand that. You know, when, 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 yeah. when people are fucking being brutally murdered, it's not, it's not the space of a, of a pithy pop song format to change it or like it's or or and or don't sp- use metaphor speak about like ebony and ivory is less fucking stupid than this <laughs> it, it, and it's really bad and You're it's right. attempting yeah. to do the same thing it is, yeah. yeah and ebony and ivory has has sweetness to it like and like look i mean then we're getting into censorship of like what is the right kind of art i suppose which is uh, dumb maybe but like i guess that's my point is that ebony and ivory comes from a place of of the equal of pain from the same thing. 
and the, and is but it's widely review, regarded as corny, really corny. Yeah, but it is hook central. It's massive iconic stars doing it. I swear to you that <laughs> they believe they believed that this was what was happening here. Yeah, but. When you do it where you're itemizing things and being very, hey, you at the Starbucks, and you're putting people into these very uncomfortable real situations of life where we wouldn't ever do most of these things, but we've seen it go down and you're like, ay, 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 you know? And then have somebody go in a passing kind of glib way, look, a lot of things happen, man. It's it's very Trumpy, you know? A lot of bad people on, a lot of bad people on both sides, like that yeah. mania is what this is. And like, I find it bizarre that LL would want anything to do with that and to be anywhere near that conversation for fear of like, don't attach glib to this, to what <laughs> I deal with today when I leave here. If I, if I wasn't LL, I would get a raft of shit in my life. Right. Um, do you think, I, I like Damon where Damon was going with this. Do you think, are, are, are both these, uh, both these under the Sony umbrella of, uh, Meaning. Record companies like I know LLs with Def Jam, I believe. I don't know if he is anymore. And did someone is this an executive's idea? Like, how did this start? Did Brad write a song? Did who approached who? who who's the genesis According of this him, disaster? He was, he was oh, it's ja it's Django and Lincoln, by the way. Those are the two movies I'm I'm looking at my notes. Okay. Um, According to him, he was watching the controversy, quote unquote, of those two of those two mm -hmm. movies. I remember uh, Tarantino got a little bit of shit because he always does because he, you know, a lot of his characters say the n word and okay, not in, constantly. It's yeah, one hundred eighty five times but in that was, movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> was it an, was it any different than like uh, you know any other uh, like uh, Reservoir Dogs or or anything? Yeah, where, you know just what I mean? Different time. Yeah. It, and so like. So he's he sounds like he's being disingenuous, but that's his explanation. I haven't, I I don't know enough about it to go. Oh yeah, such and such executive thought. Why don't we put LL and and uh, and Brad together? I think that's going to be a, a hot, you know, chemical like, reaction. Yes, I think this like, is. There's no one around them going. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you should do this. this like it seems like a, a, a misstep to be involved in something like this. Like and it's not for, and it's not for me to say the way you should make your art artistic space. Sure it is. We have a podcast yeah, for the audience. We have a podcast <laughs> directly about don't that. Think it's your space. Or or write in a better fucking don't write so use a different kind of format for your writing, a different type of poetry. Just spike it like the whole point gets lost. Any point you were trying to make is is ripped off by the hubris of like I can write literally just explain the day. It's like the newspaper. Write down the newspaper. What happened? I went to Starbucks. <laughs> Fuck um, off. I, 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 I think. <laughs> Asshole. I, I have a question. Do you, I, I know the answer for me already. Um, I would have rather seen the two of them redo, do a cover of Kiss, Kiss, Kiss with LL doing the orgasm part. <laughs> that would have been a better decision also the tune of Ebony and Ivory. Also yeah. the right, which Ebony and Ivory, at least like you said, it was I just it occurred to me too, Aaron, what you're saying that the when you find yourself as a songwriter, I think of any kind, writing the word reconstruction, <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah. think that a lot of people aren't gonna really identify or even know what that is or yeah, yeah you absolutely. made me want to like Ebony and Ivory, very easy to understand. Uh, side by side of my keyboard, oh lord. And the it's keys just are black and white. The metaphor, and, yeah, the right, metaphor it's easy the to understand. It's not the reconstruction, and everyone who didn't, who's we're in the percentage of people that even have an idea what that is. Everyone else is going, "What? 
What's the reconstruction? Well, he, like what that is? Yeah, and, <laughs> and just to I, put I, any I, kind I, of position on, look, a lot of bad people doing a lot, not, but yeah. not. It's not my fault, man. Like as soon as soon as you get to that point, exactly. As what soon I was about as you to say, that, that's he, it. he's he's Stop coming fr- from this defensive place. Yeah, yeah. He starts exactly. in a defensive mode. Like, that's the thing. Hey, that was our, wasn't our wasn't generation saying. that started this nation. Yeah, yeah. you know, and yeah. and that's, that's that's why I said like the second you hear that, but. You know the hillbilly wisdom. Yeah, is I'm coming. enraged by it because of because of that. That's that's true. It's the defensive. You can't be defensive. Just don't fucking say anything. Yeah. And, and do your best to be a good man. And I bet you that he probably does that in his life. I like to believe he does. Hey, Aaron. You know, based on what you just said about you know sort of like staying out of the conversation, I have I wrote down three rules for Brad Paisley. Letting us know his opinions on race. Only okay. three. Okay. Okay. Only three? Let me. I'll, I'll read all three of them to you. Only three. Number one, don't talk about race. Number two, ixnay on the ace ray octay. <laughs> Number three, shut the fuck up about race, you hillbilly fucktard. Yeah, you shouldn't They're, be involved, Brad. You, <laughs> you just, shouldn't be involved, No one Brad. wants, no one needs your opinion. No one wants it. You, by the way, your opinion sucks. You're bad at it. Shut the fuck up. Like, I mean, literally, he's only setting horrible, <laughs> horrible, raging fires on it by saying, by coming from a space of defensiveness. Yeah. The only thing you've done is, is use your point and use your bully pulpit to make it fucking worse. Yeah, exactly. Hey, guy, the way out of it is to be fucking defensive and say, hey, man, not my, that was my granddaddy, not me. Right. I'm horrified about that. I'm horrified <laughs> about your granddaddy. Probably fucking mine. I can't get involved. Certainly It's mine. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so the the long rap of of yeah, LL is bad enough, but I'm telling you, let's hear more. It, it, it's it's uh, it's the next layer of hell. Okay, you're, just, go. you're going go. deeper and deeper. Let's go. So now we're gonna hit the chorus where Brad's singing, and then LL answers him with his own rap. Bitch. It's it's it's, yes. it's magnifique cringe. Yes. Here we go. Yes. Paid, but be a slave, I never could. Feel like a newfangled jangle dodging invisible white hoods. So when I see that white cowboy hat, I'm thinking it's not all good. I guess we're both guilty of judging the cover, not the book. I'd love to buy you a beer, conversate and clear the air. But I see that red flag and I think you wish I wasn't here. If you don't judge my new rag, I won't judge your red flag. Did you get that? Yeah. yeah, so everyone's just saying just do your thing and just don't judge. Yeah, I, I guess. Because no one's going to say, no one's saying, well, look, if it's upsetting, maybe I won't wear the red flag. So he goes, look, if you don't judge me, I'm not going to have a problem with all your racist shit. <laughs> yeah, L, you guys, LL is is as shallow as, as Brad. We're, we're talking two halfwits here. I mean, I feel like it's, it's, it's emasculating <laughs> to say that LL doesn't have... A part to play in this and so it's, i don't mean that because yeah. like i think that this is a huge missteps for both of them yeah but and, and like and i don't think that like ll's just suddenly found himself here but like <laughs> yeah i i frank i i blame <laughs> i blame brad i don't because of like it shouldn't have ever started shouldn't have stuck like none of it should have happened as soon as but well, is a word in the in the lyrics okay if, if you're gonna if you're gonna in the, on the pie chart of blame here yeah Brad gets the majority of it, but a, a nice yeah, no, hearty slice to goes yeah. to LL for, for buying into this bullshit. He's endorsing yeah. this message by putting his stupid raps over it. Yeah, I mean, to say And his like, lyrics are as dumb as Brad's, by the way. There's the, yeah, there's, not, I think dumber. <laughs> but like to say, like, if you, like, everybody, <laughs> Brad starts the but song by saying, hey, listen, <laughs> I know that, that this red shirt means a lot. 
And, you know, and knowing it, knowing that this might be viewed as cross-burning racism that I'm putting on, look, I just love Skinner. I can't help it. <laughs> oh, the red flag. I fucking flag can't help it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Red flag. I just okay. can't help it. I'm going to fucking do it. What? You can't help it? Yeah. Yeah. Brad's almost saying, <clears throat> he's almost saying, um, uh, look, I, I know this, this red flag on my shirt upset you. And now I'm trying to put myself in your shoes, in your skin, if you will, as he says. Um, and, and he goes through this, all these, these, these convoluted kind of machinations about how he understands and everything. But I think it all comes back to, he just wants to keep wearing the shirt. In other words, like, in other words, if you understood what was going on, you, you go, ah, it's, it's, I, I actually like that shirt, but I fucking understand. I'm not wearing that shirt anymore. And LJ, LL wants to keep wearing his do-rag. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. yeah, but the do-rags very infrequently have, have anything to do with murder or a history of murder. <laughs> fucking put on a, hey, ask Can, put on a goddamn fucking Holland Oat shirt, Brad Paisley. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's Heaven the forbid a fucking Commodore shirt. Here's what, <laughs> here's what here's what makes the whole thing disingenuous, and you're right, uh, Damon, about two rich guys. Yeah. So within the context of what they were just talking about, so um, these two rich guys, they probably have a lot in common, a lot in common for being rich and being musicians yeah. and all kinds of things. So they're gonna they're gonna sit down and have a beer. And discuss racism. Yeah. That's what they're going to talk about. Right. Not about the cars they have or other rich guy shit or what they're in. I don't yeah. know. Music. They're, they're going to talk. We're going to solve racism mm-hmm. over a beer. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Sure. Like, they, they like why, why would they even have to do that? They probably have, like, great insights for each other about their infinity pools. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's what it, yeah. Like, there's no reason for them to sit down and have a beer and, and talk about racism. <laughs> hey, man. What a, this is a nice house. I think it's way interesting for them to sit around and and and, and, and have a pool off. I guess yeah. that's the thong song. Yeah. So, <laughs> Never mind. Done your, and done. Does your Bentley have, did you get the 16-inch rims or the 18-inch? Because <laughs> my stereo, that's yeah. more of their conversation. Like, right. I mean, you know, I got a guy. I got a guy. Yeah, it's just yeah. If they got together, would they naturally talk about racism? The two of these guys. I just want to. No. I want to finish this because it's almost done, and I love. I love LL's uh, kind of rap responses to uh, yeah. Brad's yeah. Uh, chorus here. So yes. let's finish this out. I'll let it go. Please let it go. Please let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I'm getting into it. That, that might be the most awful line out of the entire no, song. Keep going. Okay. History. Can't rewrite history, baby. Oh, Dixieland. The relationship between the Mason Dixon needs some fixing. I hope you understand what this is all about. Quite frankly, I'm a black Yankee, but I've been thinking about this lately. Son of the new All right, this is I can't listen anymore because it just like goes into it's this fucking m- disgusting. I know, and the, the best. <laughs> I want to hear the rest of it. This is great. do you really? Yeah, this is great. all right. Yeah, I want to hear more. But he's they're just so great of them. <laughs> them sitting down and talking about yeah. this. It's just. Uh, by the way, Robert E. Mason Lee get- Dixon needs some fixes. Yeah, Robert E. Lee gets a shout out coming up. <laughs> of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> The past is the past, you feel me? And I just want to make things right. Let 
bygones be bygones. All that's left is Southern. So Ellen speaking I, I, ironically with his missives. <laughs> he, he's, he, like, he, like by, the, by the way, he got, uh, you forget anything you guys are saying. He just said, LL Cool J just made it all right. White people. That's are what I'm saying. Is that so? Like, bygones are bygones. LL no, said so, so, guys. Sorry. So the whole outro is him just saying being ironic. Is that like? Is that what's happening? No, he's letting like, him know. It's not he's all forgiving. good. He's forgiving. Aaron, you're being very generous. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's the complete opposite. I yeah. think he's he's trying to buy into the the bullshit that Brad's slinging. They believe yeah. this to be like the hand yeah. waving. They've moment solved that, it. They had two beers and racism. Got the lighters solved. out. Yeah. Uh, you guys, I opened this entire segment saying, let's solve racism. Hey, g- good hey, good news, guys. I had a beer with Brad. We solved racism. It took what two beers. What kind of beer do you think it was? Two this beers. Fucking magic right. elixir. You get this magic brew that fucking Heineken? solved everything. Heineken? It wasn't what Heineken. Down there? Believe me. Believe me, it wasn't Heineken. It's, it wasn't it's Heineken. called the Rich Honky. It it's a micro brew. <laughs> it's called the Ebony and Ivory Brew. Ugh. Actually, they, they should like, like the thong video. They should have done like this kind of funny joke video where where th- the part where he says, "Let's sit down and share a beer," and LL pulls out a Colt forty five, and they both laugh. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> fucking MacArthur Park did more for race relations than this fucking. <laughs> You're right. Uh, I love right. how they solved it. I love how they solved it over a beer. We've got less oh. than thirty seconds. To just we're going to come up on the Robert E. Lee Good. line, and we're almost done. So okay. What? I would think the people in the South don't agree with that. I uh, know. It's a By fucking way, traitor. R.I.P. Robert E. Lee. <laughs> but I, I got to thank Abraham Lincoln for freeing me. You know what I mean? That's real. <laughs> you feel yeah. me? Oh, all right. Yeah, okay, Thanks, I'm, done. I'm out. I'm truth. out. I'm done. That's Song truth. out. That's truth, guys. That's truth. <laughs> oh my god. Ugh. Well, look, it's one. called torture chamber for a reason. I, I wish mean. that my sorbet was uh, "I'm the type of guy" the LL Cool J song, so that we could hear. You're the type of guy that gets suspicious. I'm the type of guy that says Putin is delicious. That's <laughs> 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 all right. One. Well, Aaron, Aaron's got a couple choices here. Yes, Aaron, tell us. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking throw myself in a well. <laughs> Those are so bad. I, I don't know the, the audacity of 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 Paisley and LL. It just it, it, the thong song is mildly amusing. Plus, plus, you know, you know what a fucking songist head I am. I, I, <laughs> it was one of the hardest times I've ever laughed in like the last three years. Just thinking about <laughs> songist. Uh, like I, I'm giving it to, I'm giving it easily to the fucking racism twins. I would have to, <laughs> I would have to agree. Even. <laughs> well, I guess for the second time in two weeks, I get to yeah. smugly look at you guys and go. America's the loser today. It is. Thanks uh, to that we are, song. We are. Sorry to the guy in the Netherlands. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't what we wanted our first impression to be. <laughs> but uh, sorry, we have, we've got a lot of issues going on over here. <laughs> <laughs> so we got some Aaron Sorbet coming here. Yeah, Aaron, please. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, here we are with the sorbet. The 
choice I made here is hold on. Uh, I got I, we got to uh, Majel's got to talk us in. Oh, sorry. Do it. So Majel, please, please, please. If there's ever a time we needed you, it's now. Sorbet. Wella balsam. Yeah, de- definitely. I definitely felt like I had some particles in my hair that needed some <laughs> well, the Wella balsam. balsam treatment. Some dry Crosby hair needed, uh, <laughs> needed that relief. I said Wella balsam um, for my mustache. The, uh, the accidental racist song is the is the David Crosby hair of music. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> uh, the only the only person to solve uh, what ails us right now is is the beautiful angel. Uh, that is uh, is on this track, um, and so let's just just hit it, and then we'll discuss in a few. Yes. Okay, nice. Ooh, I like what I see. This chapter says, "Put it out of your mind." Oh, I, I've never heard this song before. I'm in really? love with that organ I'm hearing. Yeah. That is she a keyboard yeah. player, Aaron? Uh, well, let's start here then. Okay. <laughs> is uh, this is uh, "Why Should I Love You" by by the beautiful angel Kate Bush uh, from uh, the 1993 record, uh, "The Red Shoes." Now, what may be sticking to you and why that organ is so beautiful is because a, it's a great part, but also it's Prince Rogers Nelson. What? Um, he, so they, he's always, he was always a huge fan of hers and, and quote unquote said that she's my favorite woman. <laughs> and you can imagine Chris just being besotted with this, this angelic person mm-hmm. and, yeah. and uh, just talent wise alone. <clears throat> and then apparently they didn't meet though, despite both being in the business for a ton of time, they didn't actually meet until the, until 1990 when he was uh, in foggy London town doing a show and she came to see him and they met and they said, okay, we got to work together. So she had spent like a bunch of years making this record. I think it was like three or four years and finally decided, okay, this is the song I want Prince to do with me. And so she sent it to Prince now because Prince is who he is. He was in love with it, but stripped everything away with the exception of Kate's part. So Kate's part existed on its own. And then they, and he started completely over again and, and, played everything and sent the track back to her <laughs> and she loved it and made and, a few uh, changes Kitty. <laughs> yeah and so and so like let's with that in mind it's just uh. such a, the, this chorus is makes me sob it's so fucking perfect and this wasn't even a single off the record it was it was a divisive song um strangely because i think it's it's i think it's perfect pop perfection and also beautifully her and beautifully him who did it divide her fans i think that it just wasn't received by her fans with a lot of jazz it, speaking to the fact that there were like five singles released and this was not one of them and this is prince at a really strong part in his life uh as far as career wise is 93 so you're talking about uh like diamonds and pearls and all that yeah. and so like this is a big this is a big space for him. And he's sort of having a spiritual awakening. A, he had just put away the black album because he thought it was the devil. And so like he was sort of finding that space. And this was a beautiful time for him. Odd time for her. Her longtime guitar player had died uh, from AIDS. And she was about to take a 12-year hiatus. And so like this marked that, that moment. And so the song is really bittersweet. It's this beautiful song about, about God and Jesus and uh, 
what would that be like in sort of a human way is my belief. And um, so it fits perfectly with Prince's uh, oeuvre and hers as well. Uh, but like, let it go here and then and dig the chorus when the chorus comes. It's fucking insane. Um, just out of curiosity, did Prince get a quote uh, production credit for basically producing that song? It or? says it doesn't say that he did. Maybe it contractually says, he wasn't allowed to get one or something. He just perhaps, did it for his own. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. I think he just was so wrapped up in her that maybe he just fucking do whatever um, and just said, you know, here, have it, take it. Um, and, you know, it says written by Kate, uh, and it doesn't show any, then the record supposedly produced by her. I don't see another name on it. So <clears throat> it's interesting all around that, that bit there, that, that, uh, production credit, but like he's listed as per usual playing all the instruments and new programming, everything, everything. Yeah. And they just flew her back in to her own song. I was instantly in love with, I mean, it's, it's almost like that keyboard sound and running up that hill. Mm-hmm. Which, uh-huh, where you immediately which are like haunts in. you from so thinking, yeah. the first time you ever heard it till now, yeah. till today. Yeah. That that keyboard part immediately made me go, "Oh, what what is this? I'm loving yeah. whatever that is. I, I need to hear more of it." Mm-hmm. So here here we go. It just turns into a Prince song. It does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it's totally of all the people in the world. Why should I love you? There's just something about you. There's just something about you. Of all the people in the world, why should I love you? Is the is the chorus uh, as it sits there? The struggle with your spirituality is so up Prince's alley too, right? He's always yeah. Meaning, yeah. If, if that's what this song is about, that she wrote it about, of course Prince is immediately gonna uh, right. it, it, assuming he knew what it was about, right? Yeah, you know, and I think that she mentions uh, she mentions later. Uh, uh, da, 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 well, and she's speaking about the Sacred Heart, and uh, assuming that's the Holy Ghost. But this, uh, there's a chunk about sort of the famous line of this song is, uh, "Have you ever seen a picture of Jesus laughing? Uh, do you think he had a beautiful smile, a smile that healed?" And then the chorus comes in again. But like, I get kind of choked up when I think about that because how much, like. How absolutely is that a Prince chunk there too? Like they were really sell, like they were cut from the same little artistic soul in that moment. Like that seems like something that he would write, something that he would sure. say. Yeah, totally. Um, and the way he'd say it, and the way he'd maybe deliver it too. And like she did this independent of him, and send it to him, and it was like it must have been amazing for him to go like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was hoping that we would be this connected, and here we are. By the way, I'm going to scrap everything she was doing with the exception of her voice. <laughs> And By the way, I hate the drums. <laughs> but but how Prince is that too? Like, of yeah. course he would do that. Yeah. 
Why are you working with Prince to, to, to give you to give you as like some backups? Him to go like, I love it. Don't change anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you don't want you. Don't, I mean, that's a, the stamp of approval would be nice, but yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, keep on playing because then we're gonna have uh, the little Prince show up uh, vocally too. But like all of this, all this instrumentation is him. Okay, cool. Here we go. Have you ever seen a picture of Jesus laughing? It's like suddenly it's a it's a controversy track. Yeah, it's that, and it also could it be. Like, it sounds like Sheila, something from uh, like not like glamorous life, but almost like glamorous. Life. Yeah, Sheila. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, like with the percussion breakdown does too. Like it could have yeah. been a. It feels like it might be an orphan from around the world in a day parade era. Yeah, really lush like that. Yeah. But it's also it's more refined, I believe, than a lot of those songs are. Where like it's it's down to the nuts and bolts of it because he's celebrating what she's. The focus is on her not being trippy. Yeah. And so he allows himself this, it feels like, the, a bit of like freaky leeway, freaky leeway, but then it comes right back down and it, and it just delivers on, on where she's coming from. But God damn it, like that song is so like, this would have been a massive hit coming out of Prince around that time. I Meaning was, that like, yeah. you know, but coming from her, I think there was maybe... N- neither what is that that saying neither fish nor fowl like yeah. it doesn't yeah. f- for the fan base it might have been too trippy um but like reflecting on it now it's one of the greatest print songs <laughs> and a beautiful <laughs> fucking huge kate bush song like how is this not you know right up there with right. with with a lot of them like it should be it's as good as other pop songs i'd put it up against most shit you I know think it, i think it's five years too late is what it is it sounds maybe like, uh, yeah like and it's just but it's such a knockout uh, and, I, and it's it's a great thing that it exists. It really doesn't matter. I mean, she's currently sitting at fucking number one with, right now with the song that was released in '85. So, Why, Kate's has the last laugh. Is it because of Stranger yeah. Things? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but like, what a massive deal! How awesome that is! And it's, there's a there's a cosmic righteousness that's uh, taking care of Kate right now, which is awesome. Hey, there's something um, fun about this too. Like it's it's totally, fun totally. like the '80s was. Yeah, both yeah. of them. Not she's, I guess, more serious than him, but it was there's it's just fun. There's something fun about it. Yeah, it's a yeah. massive, beautiful, full of joy chorus. Yeah, and where the lyrics are kind of they're serious and coming from this heartfelt mm-hmm. place. But like she's the one who opens it up, and with the with that big melody, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just it's such a huge chorus, man. God damn, it's good. God damn. Well, the the fact that like you're you're right, Aaron. It was trying to find like 
two to, like who was this for? Is it you know Kate Bush fans, Prince fans? Like who's and it Brad fa- Paisley it, fans? It, 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 I was going to say it faces the same challenges as accidental yeah. racist. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Where you're trying to find you're trying to find twenty the years place. later. <laughs> like, yeah, you reflect on it now. We're like you're like oh my god, this fucking song is so great and and so Prince. <laughs> it's so Prince. Yeah, it is. And uh, and but like to hear that her voice supported by that kind of massive pop but still not pulling any artistic punches i, I was gonna, i was gonna observe that like i don't know a lot of kate bush stuff you know dozen yeah. songs or something just yeah recognize i don't even know those but I, I am somewhat familiar with her stuff but i don't know that i've ever heard something that that, that explodes in this sort of joyousness that's going on correct right yeah and it sounds like this you can imagine like the camera pulling back and it's and it's like suddenly this like big huge like fair <laughs> you know like fucking crazy rides because yeah. it sounds like that's like a like a like a like merry-go-round noise and like all of a sudden like you can imagine the video of like being right inside her face like in her gaze yeah. and all of a sudden bam like it flies away and you're up above it all and you see the big party that she's at and then right back down inside her you know i picture it's, her i picture uh them being at the carnival prince is sitting on one of those seats that's connected to the dunk tank and Kate Bush is throwing a ball at the at the target to make Prince fall, and then he falls the in. The only and they both person laugh. that he would have done that for is, her. <laughs> is Kate Bush. Right? He's dressed yeah, in an right. outfit like a clown. <laughs> like, nobody else could put him in a dunk tank chair. I get the impression that Kate Bush may have been the only person. <laughs> Almost Little Richard Easton, right? right? No one. Yeah, it's like fuck. No one but her. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Kate Bush wouldn't have those little guitar licks going I on. I assume that's him on guitar? <laughs> everything it's is him. It's him on everything. Because that, that bass line's fucking rad, too. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's yeah, just no. driving everything. Yeah. And it doesn't and sound weird. like it's his usual like a, Yeah, it's very, bass. like, elastic. That was my question. If I'd be curious to know if it's a real bass, because he's most of his bass in these sort of arrangements are keyboard bass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think and he's I, doing a little dab of both. Yeah, could be. Could mm. be could be uh spicing it up with yeah. both. Yeah. <laughs> I like this backup she's doing here. I think that's just him or yeah. it's, it sort of doesn't, I think that might be him and maybe a chum because it doesn't really sound like his voice too much, but he can do 18,000 different voices yeah. with his voice. So I my be, guess is him. Like, why would he bring somebody else in? I guess my point is like, d- did he also have the audacity to write new lyrics for her song? Meaning- no, no, no. That's the same part that she does up at the top. That, oh, okay. So it's her, it's her lines. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, got yeah. It, got He's it, got just it. doing it now. Okay. Got it. Sorry. She had her chance. All right. I'm also curious if 
he sent this to her and then later heard the release version went wait she used the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> like he probably has 75 ideas on here thinking oh she right. can kind of pick and choose as needed and then it's basically <laughs> a print song with kate bush guesting on it right yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean she's the, she's the intro and the lead throughout so like it's more her but it, i think that enters into maybe what the hit issue was with it or like to me it seems like a drop in the bucket yeah no duh but i don't know it, it, it's just one of those weird things where like one of the greatest choruses i've ever heard and this beautiful sexy lovely perfect little melody of hers and and to have it like not be a hit like to me i would i would run out if i was her her label i would have run out into fucking traffic going we got it <laughs> we fucking got it it's the next fucking running up that hill it's back we're back baby we got a fucking huge hit and i would have been proved wrong yeah mm-hmm. you know what do i know and maybe hit but by like, a cab <laughs> yeah and, and putting myself in real danger yeah right yeah Oh, here she comes. Oh, I thought that was her singing. Was that another guitar solo or a keyboard or something? Yes, guitar. I think, yeah, he's, yeah. Because I'm, I'm now at the point where I'm just listening to a Prince song. She's not even in the song anymore, right? Yeah, it's the, yeah, yeah like the, uh, I think she, she shows up on some outro vocals, but like, I think it's just like, she had her, she said her piece. Yeah. He said his piece. <laughs> this sounds like the revolution to me from like, from the parade tour, like the, yeah. Right. Totally. Uh, like, it's, it's there's a mountains era. mountains vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like Kate, like I'm just I know this is all Prince overdubbing everything himself, but I picture her like showing up to the session and the whole gang's there with and it's her song. Hey Kate, we learned your song. And then she's standing there and, and after about like three and a half minutes, she's kind of looking around going, Okay, well, I'll just be out here if you need me. She just <laughs> sort of backs out the door. <laughs> And just leaves, <laughs> and the band is still jamming out for two right, minutes. Right, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine that she would like on a stage if they were playing on stage that she could like be uh, playing piano or or just doing her you know her uh, her her little gypsy uh, Stevie Nicks gypsy thing. dance her gypsy yeah. dancing yeah 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 and like and you go okay that's that's fucking that's yeah, sure. the leader of the band right there yeah. how pretty she is look at her do her thing yeah. yeah. But that's that's Prince not giving any half measures about it. He's like he's like I love you so much. <laughs> I'm going to give you the full Prince treatment. Yeah, you know? <laughs> hey, tell the me full something, Aaron. thing. Um, that seems like a different guitar sound than I've heard from him typically before. Like I want to well, say it sounds the- like Steely Dan or something, or it's different. Hmm. 
I don't know. I mean, that's to me that sounds very much like his playing in in that in that Paisley Park uh, or uh, around the world in a day parade period, mm-hmm. like when he would be doing live stuff specifically. Yeah. So it sounds like a very familiar sound to me. I would pull that sound out if I heard it and say that was Prince in a second. Yeah. Um, and so I, and I think it's specifically speaking to that time period. Um, though this is uh, what f- seven years after I was that. Going to say, yeah. I guess the reason that we're having a, a problem identifying his guitar guitar sound is because he's just not a great guitar player. <laughs> just Poor not George. that good. Just uh, not that good. Like it's it's, I it's it up goddamn as a question. <laughs> it's a goddamn legendary song, as far as I'm concerned. Like it's fucking priceless uh, in the uh, in, in with pop sensibility and depth, and it's a it's a great combination. So often combining two giants just doesn't work. Like Brad well. Paisley and LL Cool J. <laughs> right. If you will. This is the answer to like all the times where that just doesn't happen. You yeah. know, where it just doesn't really go down for whatever reason. I mean, it wasn't a hit, but like that's not the, that can't be the definition of what makes a thing awesome. So like it just it just is on its own. Like I think it's full of it's like it's fucking like what joy sounds like to me. Like it sounds but that is fucking rad. You know, without being obviously, it, it's it, with with a bunch of melancholy in it too, but it's full of joy inside it. You know, as well. It's welcomes oh. what it is after the day we've had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> need it. A hell of a sorbet. It's very welcomed. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah, that's that's an interesting sound experiment that I I would not have expected. You know, hey, yeah. Prince guested on a Kate Bush song. You think, oh, he kind of contributed a keyboard part or something. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's an entire Prince extravaganza yeah. going on. And, yes. and the fact that she was cool with it is pretty awesome. It's great. Yeah, yeah. God bless. That's what you want when you when you when you call that man up. It's what you hope for, I guess. Yeah. It yeah. Is. By the way, I I I'm pretty sure if um let's say. The guy from Human League called Prince and said, "Hey Prince, can you can you produce the new Human League?" He would just immediately click, hang up the phone. <laughs> Ever notice that the people that Prince worked with were kind of like sexy young girls? <laughs> Whether it was the Bangles really? or Kate Bush, yeah, you, you think? Yeah, it's she almost li- like he had an, a sexual agenda. Yeah, you, you, think, you think Prince? He likes to lay. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Uh, so, um, awesome sorbet there, Aaron. Awesome, yeah. And somehow we managed to get through episode 16. Mm-hmm. Sweet 16. Of Ear and Loathing. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, sweet ending, at least. Yeah. The middle part, not so much. Mm. But uh, glad to be here with my Gitmo bros. Yeah. Owl! Glad that we somehow have continued to retain the title of number one rockers forever. Yeah. And, Solidified uh, now. Solidified. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. After today. Yeah. It's yeah, kind of absolutely. like it's etched on, on uh, the Walk of Fame in, in Hollywood at this point. Into the hearts of millions, it's etched. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I guess we will gear up for episode 17 next week. Well, it was just 17. You know what I mean. Coming up next week from <laughs> Ear and Loathing. Ow! Bling! Goodbye! <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my intellectual property. Hey! <laughs> My IP! <laughs> Signing off. Goodbye, lads. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ear and Loathing. Ear and Loathing is America's yeah. elementary school janitors. Mom! Take it easy. Lower it. I don't I'm not going to lower it. I have to do this now. I don't mind you playing it, but lower it. Tune in next week for more 
ear and loathing. End transmission. Goodbye.